Let's get right to it. The Nate Hate Show, episode, I believe, six. And today is going to be just a normal show. I don't know if you thought it was going to be something crazy, but yeah, if you're expecting something, maybe it's because you, uh, you know it's coming. Anyways, someone asked uh, a woman what the opposite of fire was. Do you want to take a guess at uh, what she said? I'll give you a second. I don't have a Jeopardy sound, but just pretend this is one. Do you have your answer? Did you guess no fire? No? Oh, well, then I guess you aren't a fucking retard like this chick. Uh, the opposite of fire, I would say, would probably be ice. Let's. I mean, I guess her logic would just be like, whenever you say opposite of something, it just goes from being there to not being there. Like, what's the opposite of rape? Uh, not rape. <laughs> what's the opposite of a can of baked beans? Uh, not a can of baked beans. No, ice would be the opposite of fire because it's not a gas. It's a solid. It's also freezing fucking cold and fire is burning fucking hot. You're just, I don't know. And maybe if you wanted to go water, I would agree with you. But I mean, water is the same thing as fucking ice, dickhead. It's just a different state of matter. I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Just moving on. Charles Barkley called KD a bus rider. And I don't know if you guys know about it, but Charles Barkley used to play for the Phoenix Suns, also the Rockets. I believe maybe the 76ers, can't remember. KD played for the Thunder, the Warriors, and then the Nets. On the Thunder, I mean... Basically, let me explain the bus rider comment. I first took it as he was saying KD just like got on the bus and rode his way to a championship and did nothing. But what he really meant was a bus rider is somebody that's not the leader of the team. There can only be one bus driver and then there can be a bunch of bus riders. And I personally thought KD was the best on that team. But I mean, some people thought that it was, I guess, Steph or Clay. More people would probably say Steph than Clay or Steph than KD, I guess. But, I don't know. He was saying, basically, just that you just weren't the main force on that team. And I, I that just seems like you're kind of, I don't know, like, whenever you say bus rider, it doesn't sound like that person's doing shit. And I wouldn't say that Katie didn't do shit, because he definitely did. I don't know if you guys remember, like, I believe 2018, Nigga was running down the court, pulled up from deep in front of LeBron, and just cashed that three. Fucking next next drive did the exact same thing. I I don't know. I kind of see Katie as a bus driver rather than a rider. But I don't know. T- people try to pretend that being the leader of the team isn't that important, but it is. It really is. Like if you look at the uh, the two thousands Lakers, that became an issue because Kobe wanted to be more of a leader because Shaq wasn't taking he wasn't taking his role seriously. Like Shaq is a big guy. He's like seven foot three hundred pounds. That dude was trying to rest to take care of his body. And then whenever it came time to do his thing, he was pretty good at doing his thing because he's just giant. And he was basically playing off of that. Not, okay, I know there's going to be some nigga that plays basketball, Kingston, that's going to be like, Shaq didn't just use a size. And then say some stupid shit like, oh, he also uses post moves. Nigga, that's his size. Shaq, I believe that Shaq was the leader of that team because Kobe was so young. And after they, midway through their 3 Pete. Shaq really stopped caring. Because, like, 
at first, whenever Shaq got there, he didn't have a ring. Neither of them had a ring because Kobe was young, so that was his excuse, excuse. But Shaq was on the Magic, and they had like Penny Hardaway, fucking Grant, uh, Horace Grant, fucking you would you got me if you thought I was going to say another name because those are the only two niggas I know that played with them on the uh, on the Magic that I can think of actually. Fucking Tim Tim Hardaway Senior, maybe I I don't fucking remember, but. Anyways, Shaq was on that team, which everyone kind of... They didn't say it was a super team, but they said it was a very good team. Like, they had a really good young center whenever Shaq was skinny Shaq, and he was athletic as fuck. I mean, he was... I don't... Yeah, I insert foot and mouth, I guess, because he was pretty athletic until he got fat as fuck. But everyone kind of expected him to win a championship, and they went and lost. I can't remember who it was to, but the one year that they beat Michael Jordan, they went and lost. And... Maybe it was the fucking Rockets or something. I don't know. Maybe they didn't even... I guess I have something called the internet where I don't really have to make guesses like that. Let's see. 1995. Yeah, the Rockets swept them. So, Shaq was looked at as the big guy without a ring that got swept the one time that he made got his ring. Or, one time he got his ring. Shaq was seen as the big guy that didn't have a ring. And got swept the one time he got an opportunity. He went to the Lakers, and Kobe was young, so it wasn't really a super team or anything. But Phil Jackson was telling Shaq, like, I got this dude, Kobe. He's he's that dude. Come on, Shaq. Like, we, we get you, we're winning championships. Shaq came, and the first couple of years, I think it was two years. Like, right after that season that they got swept, I'm pretty sure Shaq left to the Lakers. And he played 96, 97 season, 97, 98. And then in the 99-2000 season, they finally won a chip. And the first two seasons, Shaq and Kobe were kind of button heads because Kobe's style and personality was, I'm going to be that nigga in the gym hours before everyone else taking shots. And when y'all get here, I'm going to be fucking warm. And for our warm-ups, I'm going to style on you niggas. And I'm going to style on you niggas all practice. And there's nothing you can do about it. But Shaq's style was more of a laissez-faire, hands-off, I'm going to do what I need to do when time comes. But until that time comes, I'm going to mind my own business. And you could kind of see how that would make them clash. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't really like that on either side. If I was the chill nigga and there was someone that was, like, out there fucking grinding. Because I wouldn't like to look back at myself. And, I mean, also, if I was Kobe, I'd just be annoyed that I was putting in so much hard work and the other dude wasn't. But... They they were buttonheads, and then finally they got their first chip, and they're Shaq was not going to change his ways or anything, but after the second chip, the second championship, if you don't pick up on that's what I mean, that's whenever Shaq really started getting lazy because he was just like, he was like, nah, now we won two championships, fucking this dude Kobe is that dude, I'm amazing, but Kobe like we're all amazing, and that's the time where Kobe. I believe Shaq got a suspension or an injury or something and was out for that third season, like a big part of the season. And Kobe was going crazy. He made that shit his team, and it was clear that it was his team. And when Shaq got back in the playoffs, it was like weird because Phil Jackson was like, all right, now back to Shaq's team. And Kobe was like, fuck no, nigga. I just did an entire season to get us here. I'm not going to hand it over to him. I'm going crazy right now. And I don't know how Shaq was feeling if he really cared about the who was in charge of the team. 
whenever they had their little, their little, whenever they had their discussion, like on uh, ESPN or TNT, whatever it fucking was, they had to sit down and they talked about it. They both said that they didn't care who was the leader of the team, but I, I gotta believe that Kobe wasn't telling the truth on that because whenever. If, imagine that if you were working super hard at work, like you're going off, like you're showing up early and doing like document compliance and you're fucking making sure that you're ready for the day and you're doing everything and you're staying later and you fucking literally get a helicopter because you don't want to wait on L.A. traffic and you want to be able to move around quickly. That will come back later in the story. But imagine if you were doing all that and you had another guy that was like really naturally talented at his job and the boss loved him and he put you in charge whenever that other guy left and he was like whenever that other guy gets back you've been grinding and fucking everything's been going not just good but fucking great and then your boss says yeah this guy's gonna be in charge of you again now for me that makes me bitter as fuck considering that situation i would be probably very bad as a teammate in that scenario i just I don't know how I would take it personally. I think that Kobe probably cared a little bit more than he put on. I don't know that Shaq cared. I think that Shaq was more interested in like the fact that he had already won his championships. He that like, I don't know if you guys know this, but that was around the time that he was doing the Shaq rap, like Shaq Fu. Like, you know, I think there was a time in a Miami club where he was, a. Actually, no, no, no. That was in 2005 after, well, 2006 after he won the championship with a Heat. He was a rapper and spit a bar in a club that was like, something, 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 Kobe. That's why you don't know me. Or whatever the fuck. And made fun of Kobe and that kind of spurred everything back up. Kind of, sorry, this is going to be a little bit of a sports episode. Not really, but this first part is definitely going to be, if you don't like it, you can skip ahead. I mean, you know that. The Saints got Tyron Matthew. That is insane we okay so the Saints defense was already I would say top five last year we lost Marcus Williams who was a free safety that was a big part of why we were top five we replaced him with this dude named Marcus May who uh he could play strong or free safety actually from the Jets and hold up stop I know I said he's from the Jets he doesn't fucking suck he's pretty good and he can play either way and be all right and I was like, all right, that's awesome. We also had fucking Marshawn Lattimore, Paul Sonadibo. Paul Sonadibo was our rookie last year. He did pretty fucking well. And CJ or Chauncey, Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson also is a fucking amazing nickel. And he was going to have to probably play strong safety. But we got Tyron Matthew. And that's going to be huge for us because that nigga is a leader and he's a winner. And I like leaders and winners. And I like them whenever they come onto a team that also embraces leaders and winners. And... I really want to see what our fucking defense is like, dude. We shut we shut the Buccaneers out last year with our team. I really feel like we've gotten better. I really do. I mean, Elante Taylor, that nigga, he looks like he's going to be raw at corner. We'll see how that goes. Fucking Tyron Matthew, Marcus May in the backfield. We Oh, yeah, Malcolm Jenkins retired. So those are going to be our replacements, and I like Tyron Matthew a lot more than Malcolm Jenkins. I like Marcus Williams a little bit more than I like Marcus May, but Marcus May could change my mind on that. I don't know. Moving on, though. I'll not bore you guys with sports that much. <sighs> this is another complaint about women. Women, I'm going to tell you what you do. Because uh, the thing is, is women... You do these little tricks and you think that they work, 
but they really don't. And that's the only reason that guys get mad at you is because you think that that shit works. So I'm going to tell you like your strategies over the next however many podcasts that I do. One of the strategies that women do in an argument is they'll sit. Well, let me just explain the specific tactic. I won't go over the whole argument. Imagine you're in an argument with a woman about gravity or something. She's saying some horse shit about it not being in waves. And you're saying, no, it definitely is. And you're providing evidence. And she's saying, well, I don't feel like that's true. And feelings don't really matter like that. But at the end of that, if she doesn't have anything else to say, she'll just be like, yep, yep, you win, you win. Everybody, round of applause for this person. This person's right, you win. And that's not really them saying you're right. That's their way of saying I'm going to be sarcastic about you being right as much as possible and such a dick that you don't feel like you're right, even though you were. And it's fucking annoying because it's like, okay, I get it. We're guys. We invented that game, stupid. We invented that game when you guys couldn't even vote. We know that you're doing that shit. And another one that they like to do, uh, okay, well, that's your truth. No, there is one truth. There is no your truth. Let me... I actually talked to Jade about this, and I will say, there is one woman who actually fucking listens to another person's side and doesn't act like a fucking moron when they hear it, and that's Jade Gilpin. I gotta give Jade a shout out. Jade was talking to me about uh, like my truth versus the truth, and she was very receptive to hearing like my side, and I wanted to hear her side as well. And we talked about it, and the example that I used was, let's say you're walking through the forest at night you can't see a thing can't see your hand in front of your two inches in front of your face and you hear a low growl and you take the fuck off because you think it's a bear now let's say there's a camera there that has night vision and you run away telling everyone that your truth is that you saw a bear now we go look at the night vision camera it was a dog it was an upset dog and it doesn't matter like your truth like your perception of it was that you heard the low growl you didn't see anything, and you thought it was a bear. You ran, not just thought, you knew it was a bear. You just knew. So you thought you could run away from a bear. Wouldn't have actually worked in your life. But anyways, fucking your truth is that you saw a bear. But the truth is that it was a dog. No. Whenever you bring those two together, your truth means absolutely nothing. And... There just is no your truth. There's one objective truth. And I mean, there's your experience, but that doesn't make it the truth. Like, your perception, I guess, not your experience. Because your perception isn't really your... I don't know if your perception would be considered your experience. I think your perception is what you're outwardly, like, taking in as a stimulus. And I think... I can't remember the word I just used, but, like... Well, whatever. That's not going to come back. I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember that, what I was talking about. But there is no your truth. Now, let's say that me and Jade were walking through the woods at night. We couldn't see anything. Couldn't even see her hand two inches in front of our face. We hear a low growl. She thinks it's a bear. I think it's a dog. She runs away. I stay. I see that it's a dog. She knows that it's a bear. 
She runs ahead and tells somebody, oh my god, I think Nathan's in there getting mauled by a bear. Get the camera. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Because that's what anyone would do. That would be fucking hilarious. And if I'm getting mauled by a bear, please get a camera. That's probably going to be funny. The bear would be eating up my intestines and I'll be screaming as loud as I can in fucking horrible pain. But the video would probably be pretty funny, objectively. Objectively, I got to say that. But let's say she runs ahead, tells everybody, let's get... Come on, Nathan's getting mauled by a bear. And I walk out with the dog in my arms. She went and told her truth. And, like, let's say that she didn't even tell anybody. And she just had that. And she had her truth. And I saw that it was a dog. And I had my truth. And I pet the dog, came out. Now, some people might think, oh, well, you can just combine your truths. And that'll make for the truth. And that's not true. Because we both could have had a flawed perception. Or even, let's use my example that I just used. One of us had a flawed perception. One of us had the right perception. Now, if you try and bring those together, anything outside of just what I said is wrong. Like, if she said that it was a bear and I said it was a dog, I'm not just saying that Jade is wrong because she's a woman, even though she is. Sorry. But let's you can't bring those together. Like, she thought it was a bear because of her reasons. I thought it was a dog for my reasons. If it's a dog, there's no... There's no bear in there. There's no situation where there's a bear. Like, yeah, there was a low growl. You misinterpreted it. Okay, let's say we're both wrong. Like, she thought it was a bear. I thought it was a lion. I'm retarded because we're not in lion lion territory. But we're still both wrong. Now, let's say we both ran out and we saw the trail cam later. Or there was a trail cam and someone else saw that it was a dog. So that we know for a fact that it is a, it is a dog. And me and Jade go and we're like... No, it was de- like she's saying it was definitely a bear. That low growl sounded like a bear noise. We're in bear country. This and this and this. And I say no, it was definitely a lion. I've heard audio like MP4 files of a fucking lion roaring. That sounded like a lion growling. It doesn't matter how much we talk with I with our truths. We're not going to come to the truth because perceptions can be very flawed and like it's just what you're taking in and what you take in isn't always as. It's not always as accurate as you think it is. Your brain is only capable of doing so much. Like, I would always think, like, that my eyes were very acute and, like, could notice shit. Like, not noticeable shit. Last night I went into my car, and I work nights, and there was a dude sitting, like, probably seven feet in front of me, and I did not notice him at all. Like, I was parked in front of a fence, and he was sitting on the other side of the, like, there's two fence lines, and, like, they're both, like, not big fences or anything. They're, like, little slabs of wood that are put on a metal wire. Like, you like you could see through this. You probably couldn't squeeze, squeeze through, but you can see through easily. Like, easily. Like, even through the two layers, you could definitely see, like, something through there. The dude is sitting on the other side, and there's a light right above my car, like uh, one of the street lamps. And the dude stood up, and it scared the shit out of me. I did not notice him at all. He wasn't moving. Like, my, I didn't really notice him until the stimuli changed. And then I fucking, there was something different there. And, like, I'm not saying that that's, like, a perfect example of why I'm right. But it's a perfect example of why I'm right. Which is what everything is. Because I'm always right. And I'm always perfect in making examples. And I'm hilarious at it. Because I know you're laughing at this right now. Or you're just like, I get it, Nathan. Sarcastic comments. Keep doing it. You definitely haven't beat that bit over the head until it's fucking dead in a shed. And that's why I'm moving on. Women, women and accountability. <laughs> I guess as I'm moving on, this is just saying on the same thing. 
Women and accountability are like the same end of a magnet that are both negative trying to get forced together. Like in that you argue with the woman, she's wrong, you're right. No, let's let's make it the opposite way. I've had plenty of arguments with Jay where well I can't say plenty because I know I know it's specifically of one and I can't remember exactly what it's about, but I know that I've done it. Where I was arguing with the nigga. I thought I was right. Fully, not just thought, I knew I was right. Because I heard it somewhere, I read a book, something. Midway through the converse, the argument, I was like, oh shit. I'm not right at all. I don't know what I'm talking about. But Jay sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And I was just like said, I was like, hey, honestly, I've been arguing the wrong side of this. And I know that I'm wrong. My bad. And it was funny. But like, that's really... The best way to go about it is, like, just acknowledge that you're wrong. Because what can someone... I know it seems, like, because we take our ideas and we hold them so close to our heart, it seems like that's going to, like, really fucking suck. And, like, admitting you're wrong is going to be the worst thing ever. And, like, you'd much rather just not do that. Because why would you? You don't have to. But it feels a lot fucking better, I'll tell you. And there's not any... Like, once you say, I'm wrong... There's nothing else that that person can say to you that's going to be anything different than what you already accept. Now, you can't just say, you're right, you're right, you're right, like women do, or that's your truth. You have to really accept it and be like, yeah, no, 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 like seriously, listen to me. The point that I was just saying of this and this and this was wrong for this reason. I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure if you're right, but I know for a fact that I'm wrong. And I'm going to side with you because you were saying that I was wrong, and that was true. And what I was saying was false, and that makes my my side wrong. And maybe if someone disproves your side, that's going to work for me. But all I know is that my side is wrong. That, if, once you say that, there's nothing else that anyone can say to you. Like, what? You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. It's like, no, 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 you're wrong and you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm, I'm telling you, like, that is the case, 100%. I was wrong, and I was stupid, and I am stupid. Like, there's nothing more they can say to you. Like, if you, also, if someone's calling you stupid, if you know you're not stupid, it doesn't really fucking matter. And also, I, I know that Jay doesn't listen to this shit, but I've called Jay retarded in an argument, and Jay takes it. Like, we're still friends. It doesn't fucking matter. The reason I do that, is because I'm sent, I'm not trying to say that Jay is retarded. I'm trying to say that his argument is retarded. In the specific case, I do remember that specific case. We were talking about Drew Brees throwing for 5,000 yards. And he would say, of course he threw for 5,000 yards. They were always losing, so he was throwing the ball a lot. And whenever you say, of course he was doing this, because he was doing this, that adds causation. Now, I, I'm not going to go into this too far, because I'm sure you didn't like it when your math teacher was going over it. But correlation versus causation correlation there might be a correlation between fat retards that walk the downtown streets of reno and the lightning storms that we're gonna have there might be a correlation because correlation is just two things coming together like uh the the amount of hispanic uh native americans that get arrested versus the amount of debt that we're in as a country that might correlate. Like the higher that you get Mexicans getting arrested, that might mean our national debt is going up higher. But that doesn't mean that if you stopped one of the, if you stopped the first thing, that the other thing wouldn't happen. Once you say it's causation, you're putting a cause to it. So if I'm saying like, oh yeah, of course, 
let's say I'm driving around, or let's say me and driver B, not even me, driver A and driver B both drive a lot. Driver A gets in a lot of wrecks. Driver B doesn't get in a lot of wrecks. That'd be like driver B saying, well, of course you get in a lot of wrecks. You drive a lot. But that wouldn't be the case because driver B drives a lot and he doesn't get in a lot of wrecks. So there might be a correlation, but there wouldn't be a causation. And you might be able to argue that like, oh, well, if you're if you aren't driving as much, can't you don't you don't have the ability to get in a wreck like because you aren't in a car driving. Maybe you could have an argument there. But whenever you apply it to the Drew Brees situation, he was saying, of course, he threw for 5000 yards. He was throwing the ball a lot, which I was saying, Jay, that's retarded like just because you throw the ball a lot doesn't mean you're going to get a lot of yards. You have to throw the ball a lot very well. Like, and Drew Brees is throwing at like 71% completion percentage, which is unheard of pretty much. Not unheard of, but it's pretty fucking nuts. Like, he wasn't just throwing the ball a lot. Like, you can't just throw the ball a lot. Like, if I just throw, there's, again, that's a correlation versus causation thing. Correlation, yeah, there's definitely going to be a correlation between throwing the ball more and getting more yards. It's a lot less likely that someone with 13 passes is going to is going to get 5000 yards than it is that someone with 500 passes is going to get 5000 yards. But just simply by virtue of throwing the ball more it does not cause you to throw like get yards. Throwing the ball well more definitely does. But then you got to just take that argument with everybody like of oh well of course Tom Brady threw for this. He's thrown it a lot and it's like no. Like, he's thrown it well a lot. And, like, I've called Jay retarded on that and said, Jay, you're being retarded. Like, and then explain that. And then even he, he was like, oh, well, now that you put it like that, I guess I understand that I'm wrong. And, like, I'm not saying that all guys take accountability, but all guys are familiar with accountability because we got to walk around with it every day. And one of the biggest cases of that is how women talk to dudes. I don't know if you guys realize this. But the only reason you're allowed to talk crazy to dudes is because we let you. That's it. There's no other reason. Not because you're strong. Like, listen, I wouldn't do this, obviously. And I know you're going to try and take it and make it stretch it out to where I am saying this. But I'm not. I'm saying that physically it's possible. If a woman came up and said something to me that I didn't like, I could punch her in the face. And that's going to, like, put her out. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to do my own arm. Right? I got a nice left cross. But anyways, if a woman's talking crazy to me, I can beat the like beat the fuck out of her. And like the only reason she would ever talk crazy to me is because she doesn't understand the possibility of my re- retaliation to her shit with violence. Like, women walk around because we don't hit women, and we shouldn't, and we don't rape women, and we shouldn't, and we don't, like, just take advantage of them, and we shouldn't, obviously. They walk around thinking we can't, and it's like, okay, well, that's whenever it becomes an issue, is because you, that's whenever you get disrespectful as hell, is whenever you think that you're untouchable, and certain people are going to find out that they're not untouchable, but we'll see how that goes later. Sorry, I'm working myself up over some stupid bullshit. Have you heard me ranting about Kyler Borderline? He's a piece of shit. He's avoiding all of our calls, and he's not paying me rent. So if you know Kyler Borderline, text him a picture of his girlfriend on Tinder because he's a simp, and he doesn't care that she's getting fucked by other dudes. Please, actually do. If you need the picture of his girlfriend, 
on Tinder, just hit me up or go to my stories. They're posted on there and I'm going to keep on posting them on there for like the next week, probably. And yeah, it's annoying. So, I mean, there are some dudes like I told you guys, not all dudes have accountability, but most of us do. And I mean, even this faggot, I, I'm not going into that. I don't want to give myself a fucking case. Just going back to women. You guys go around acting like you can't be hit. And like women as cops. I think that's a horrible idea. Like a woman is a cop. The only reason you're allowed to be a cop as a woman is because a man's letting you. And what are you, you're going to think some stupid bullshit because that's how women that's how women do. And I hear your thoughts. I'm making myself think like a woman. So whenever you guys say that shit, well, I guess I'd be not thinking. Whenever I say shit, I just automatically assume how you guys are going to take it because the, you aren't clever. You're going to jump. And I know that you guys are going to respect that more as it goes on because you're going to hear it and be like, oh, shit, this nigga's actually spitting. And whenever he says, this is what you're thinking, you know that is what you're thinking. And the more I get that right, the more you should really listen to what I'm saying. Like, don't just listen to me off of the basis that I'm saying something. If you find that what I'm saying is true a lot, then maybe it's for a reason. Maybe it's because I thought about this quite a bit. And I mean, hey, maybe you thought about it more and have something interesting to say that would prove me wrong. Please let me know. But a woman can only be a cop because I let her. Like, if a, if a woman comes to arrest me, like, let's say that I also have a gun. So her gun is a moot point. And you're not going to want to do that first anyways. Let's say she comes and gets me for stealing public chicken. That's not unlikely. I'm black. I like chicken. I'm black. I like to steal. Those things are apparent. But anyways, let's say she comes up to me with my box of chicken and she's like, hey, you need to stop. Now, if a dude's telling me, hey, you need to stop. Like I hear a man voice telling me that I'm going to probably stop because I don't want to get my ass kicked. Or I want to see what the fuck it is. A woman says that I might just keep walking. But. Like, a woman cop, and she, like, grabbed me by the arm and said, you need to stop. First of all, I will yank my arm away, and I will take off on her stupid ass, and she's not going to catch me. That's not happening. She's not going to keep up with me because um, the biology of men, we're more made to do shit like that, like running. You guys have wider hips, fucking fucked up your, your gait, and you can't run as fast as men. It's just not, and your muscle groups aren't as developed as men's are, and your bone density isn't that of a man's. So there's a lot of differences between men and women. Now, you're trying to be a cop, I can run away from you. You aren't going to catch me. You might, like, if you need a taser to get me, then you're only able to do it because you're a cop and you have that taser on you and you're you're not going to get in trouble for using it on me. Like, if a dude needed to stop me, if he's not in that uniform, there's a good chance that he could stop me. If a woman tried to stop me and she's not in the cop uniform, I'm taking off. And let's say somehow, somehow this isn't going to happen because there's probably like there's probably like maybe 5000 women that are as fast as me. Is that because I'm fast? No, it's because women aren't built to be as fast as men. And I'm not slow for men. And I know that there definitely are women that are faster than me, but it's not a high number at all. And I know you're thinking 5000. That's a lot. Yeah, not when there's like 3.5 billion. So, yeah, fucking throw that shit back in your face. Now, let's say that she caught up to me. Wouldn't happen, but let's say it happened. If I wanted to beat her up, I could. She's probably not going to have the ability. And you're going to say, oh, she gets cop training, Nathan. 
Shut the fuck up. No. She's smaller than me. Like, no, we'll remove me from the situation. We'll put it fucking... No, actually, we'll keep it exactly how it was. I was going to say Shaq, but then it would change my argument because Shaq could probably fuck up a lot of cops. But I could probably beat her up, like, and she would have to call for backup. That's, I mean, if you're hearing this and you're just getting mad over it, like, whatever, I guess. But that's not a cop's job. A cop's job is to be able to handle situations and defuse them himself. And then if he needs backup, call backup. But there's situations where a male cop will have a retaliation where he won't need backup because he can handle the situation. If a woman cop has any sort of retaliation, she's going to need backup. She's going to like that could end very badly for her if it doesn't. And there's videos of dudes like on top of women cops beating the fuck out of them. And they are not like really great to look at. Like I hate women and I don't like watching them get beat up. That's fucked up. Like that's like watching, I don't know. It's like watching a fucking. It's like watching that video of the chimpanzees when they got a hold of the little monkeys and they're like literally eating them, like while the monkeys are going crazy. It's just like you're watching something that you never thought you'd see and you wouldn't ever think would happen, and it's happening in front of your eyes, and you're like, "Whoa, I don't like this." Like that's not. That really bothers me, and I just don't want to see that. Like. You might have thought I was coming at this from a point of view of like, oh, he hates women. I'm coming at at it from a point of view of I would never let my mother be a cop. Never. I don't give a fuck what her horse shit. I just want to do. I want to do. I don't give a fuck. You're not going out and doing that shit. And you're probably like, you can't tell your mom what to do. Shut your fucking mouth. Yes, I can. Because I don't want to see my mom get beat up. I don't want to see my mom get murdered in the street. I don't want to see horrible things happen to her. And whenever you insert a woman into a crazy situation where cops are mainly dealing with traffic tickets and crazy people, I'm not letting my mom deal with those crazy people. I don't give a fuck what she wants. It's what she needs to be told is, no, you aren't going to fucking go and do that crazy ass shit. That's not happening. Like, I wouldn't let my mother do that. And that's really a basis of where most of my arguments come from of like, women, you need a man. Because like, I would hate for my mom to be alone. Like, I don't really like the idea of a dude fucking her, but I mean, I'm glad that she's with the dude that she's with, because it's like, if someone breaks into her house, I would be fucking mortified of the idea of my mom having to be the one to go out and see what it is. I want a man to do that, because that's a man's job, is being the protector and the provider, and like, my mom doesn't need to be provided for, she's got a good job, but I want her to have a protector. I do not want her to have to do that shit on her own, and... I mean, you young women aren't thinking that far in advance because you don't think that far in advance. You're not built to think that far in advance. You're built to think in the moment because you're a feeling creature. And I get that. I'm not asking you to be outside of your nature, but I'm just asking you to really acknowledge it. And don't get in an argument with me. Like, think about it. You're coming off of a basis of feeling. I'm coming off of a basis of thought. And there's things that I come off of a basis of feeling for and you can argue with me on those things but whenever i'm sitting there like on my story saying something it's usually because i've kind of thought about it and i usually have at least a couple response whenever I, like you you hear me recording this i'm while i'm speaking i'm thinking about how you're going to respond to my thought and like 
that's how I'm doing it with my Snapchat story. When I say things, I'm thinking of where are you going to go? Where am I going to go after that? Where might you go after that? Where am I going to go after that? Where you, might you go after that? Where am I going to go after that? And that's usually about as deep as I have to go because you women really don't come with anything. Like, I'll call people out by name now. I don't give a fuck. Like, Lila, Lila's my dog, but she swipes up on my story. Well, not nearly as often anymore because she thinks she understands that a lot of it is a, a joke, just making you guys mad. But not usually the women shit. I'm going to be straight up with you. That's not really a joke. It's mainly just me spitting facts and you guys not liking where it's going. But I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. I think like Lila swiping up on my story. She would get mad at me and like say things. But I know that she's only going to go through to a certain level, like a couple different levels. Like first, she's going to say she's probably going to throw an insult. And it's like, okay, well, I know that that's not in your nature to throw that insult. And you're only doing it because you see men do it and you think that that's going to work. That's adorable. I mean, I love that. Keep trying. But that's not going to change my like you're not going to change my mind by insulting me. And like, it's like, okay, like you're throwing out bad insults and it's like, all right, well. That sucks. I definitely don't like it, but that's not going to make you right. Like if I'm putting out a point about women not having accountability and your first thought is I'm going to go insult Nathan, then you're just proving me right, like even more right. And you don't have that many levels to you. But you, I mean, it's not because you don't, it's not because of you. It's just because of what, it's not who because of who you are. It's because of what you are and what you are is a woman and all women are the same. I'm not saying that you are all the, well, I am saying that. But what I really mean is that women as an as a creature are made to do not made to do, but they're made to be a certain type of way. And you guys are trying to go against that nature. And I mean I I don't care. Like whatever. That's part of the reason why I'm just gonna die alone and be by myself. And also because I do that shit where I put blame on other people and try and slide myself out. Like it's not because ninety percent of my crazy ass shit but it's not, I don't know. If you can take anything from this, it's not who you are, it's what you are. Like, as a man, I'd say, like, I'll acknowledge a bunch of man shit. Like, men do this, and then know damn well that I don't do that. Like, men don't cheat. Well, I don't know. I haven't been put in the opportunity to cheat. And I. that's also another thing I wanted to go over. Is cheating for men and women is biologically a lot fucking different. It's a lot fucking different. Like... Women, you can only carry one kid at once. Your best way of like spreading your genes is by having that one kid be as successful as possible because they can go and spread their genes as well. So the best way to raise a kid is usually you have that one kid with the one man and you guys as a unit raise that kid. And maybe you have another one because we're humans and we're a little bit different, but like most other animals just do the one because they want to put all their energy into raising them into being a beast. So they can go out and spread their genes as well. But now women think, oh, well, dudes go out and fuck a bunch of chicks, so I'm going to go do it. That's not in your nature. Like, you know how I know it's not? Because you as a woman, all of you, I can paint this broad picture and none of you are going to be able to say anything different. If I took you on a walk with me and pointed out five random dudes, there's a 0% chance that you would take all five dudes back to your place and fuck them all. Now, if me and you went on a walk and you pointed out five chicks, if you went out of your way to pick some ugly chicks, I guess, yeah, you could prove your point that way. But if you chose five average chicks and you said, Nathan, do you want to take these back to your place and fuck them all? 
Yes, 100% yes, every time, because that's in my nature. I can have as many kids as I want. I can go and fuck a bunch of different bitches and get them pregnant. And if I can provide for them, that'll be the best way. Well, it's a different game for men and women, actually. Like, obviously, I'm going to worry about what I can do, and you're going to worry about what you can do. Your job is to make sure you carry one kid with somebody that you're married to, because then they can't go break the unit. Like, they can't break up the family unit. They're with you. And if they do break up the family unit, there's financial consequences. And I know you're going to say, oh, but women have to face those too. No, you don't. That's just statistically not true. You don't. 12% of men that are eligible to get paid alimony get paid alimony. I think it's like 79, 81% of women that are eligible for alimony get paid alimony. And alimony is just after a marriage, that person gets paid a certain insane amount not for having a kid that's child support but just for being married you get paid for as many years as you are married like an insane amount which anything is an insane amount if you have to give five dollars to somebody after you're in a relationship that's an insane amount i'm saying that because you're really on the sexist side here what you're saying with like women i know you're gonna all agree with that law because it benefits you schrodinger's feminist but the reason why that's more sexist than anything is because think about what it's saying after a marriage, a woman can't provide for herself, so she needs a man to keep on paying her alimony because they were married. I mean, now that they're not married, that's he's got to keep paying it. Like, who, how else is she going to get her shit paid? Women are fully capable of going getting jobs and paying for their own shit. You don't need no fucking alimony just because you got fucked so hard that you don't want to work anymore. Because it's not a I, you can't work. You've got fucked so hard you don't want to work anymore. And you just want to take advantage of a man. That's, I mean, that's really what you guys want to do. Is you don't want to be married and have to submit to a man. A lot of you value your individualism and your freedom higher than that of a family. And that's okay. I mean, men value a family more. Well, actually, no. We value our individualism because our individualism is what makes us able to start a family with you. You don't need individualism. You just need to be you. You just need to sit there and be pretty and say nothing. Until you're spoken to. And you're going to get a man. Just off of the basis of that. As a guy, I need to focus on being funny, smart, rich. Uh, I mean, not handsome as much. And that's one thing I will say is that men and women are different in that. And if women judged us on the basis that we judge them, I would not be getting pussy. 90% of you niggas would not be getting pussy. Because we're ugly. And bitches are obviously fine. Well, I guess that's just an opinion from a straight dude. Like... I guess if Raiden was the judge. <laughs> no, I'm not going to throw meaningless gay jokes around because I know that someone's going to fucking get mad and go show it to him. And then you guys aren't going to take it as a joke. But anyways, I love Raiden. Raiden's my fucking nigga. I don't give a fuck if he hates me or not. But women and accountability, it's a joke. One last thing I wanted to say. You guys got like a 45-minute episode this time. One last thing I'm going to say is Warhead's got a lot sour, a lot less sour. And that shit bothers me. I hate how, like, companies think they can just fucking dick us around. Like, if you had a Warhead sour candy when we were kids, maybe it's just because I was a kid and my taste wasn't as developed, but those shits were fucking sour all the way through until you got, like, till the end, and then it was sweet. Now you just, like, got that sour outside coating, and it fucking goes away after five minutes. It's horse shit, whatever. Also... They hired a Trix yogurt without fucking consulting any of us. And I, for one, am sick of it. They 
they got rid of it in like 2006 and I didn't even notice. And I've heard they're bringing it back, just like they brought back the Cakesters. And if that's true, that's good news. If that's not true, I might just have to yell at a woman in her face at the grocery store the next time I go. I might have to. It's not my choice. It'll be fully on her for not having my tricks yogurt. And that's where I'll end the episode. Just fucking click. The I know you guys hate this song. I hate it as well. We gotta slip in the quiet parts. This is episode six. Mayday show. Mayday. Mayday show. Episode six. Mayday. Yeah. Tune in next week.